better or worse, the relationship between science, film, and media has long been intertwined. We're here to dissect that relationship, turning it inside out for all to see. And throughout the years, one truth has revealed itself. You don't need good science to make a good movie. But it sure makes it better. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Science Podcast, a podcast where three highly qualified professionals pick a movie and they pick apart the science. My name's Kevin Smith. Oh, geez. My name's Sean Crossan. <laughs> I'm Michael Pace. Pace, you say your name in a funny way every time, but I think it's pretty consistent. It's consistently unfunny. I, because... well, yeah, but I wanted to, like, give you a little bit oh, of Oh, so you admit it. Credit. You admit that you thought that you don't think I'm funny. I. Don't listen. I have never said that I don't think you're funny. That's true. Allowed. Yeah. Um, he just thinks that you're not as funny as him. That's totally different. I mean, well, I'm very narcissistic. Very his, full his, of myself. Sean. His ego is the size of a marshmallow man. That is so, true. A yeah. an aqua aquatic marshmallow man. Nah. No. It's, nope. Nope. So this is another mailbag episode. Do you guys think that to. Aquaman would have been better if he had been made of marshmallows? I think that he would no longer have been Aquaman. Where do you get this shit from? I, our last episode. Yes, like Pace said, this is another mailbag episode. We released one two weeks ago. Well, actually, we released one two days ago, but we're recording this intro uh, well in advance because the episode was long enough for us to do two 30-minute episodes. Um, Sean is a very busy boy, and we don't have time to record a whole another mailbag episode. So we're going to slap this little intro at the beginning of the rest of our questions, and it's going to sound absolutely seamless. It's going to be perfect. I think that Aquaman would have been more appropriate if he was made of, like, tentacles and became, like, octopus tentacle man. Interesting. And then he could be tentaman. We're still doing Dude, the Aquaman have, thing, huh? Still doing the Aquaman is, thing? Arms and legs be tentacles still. or just his legs be tentacles? I think that you could have a really unique situation where his legs were octopus tentacles and then his arms were actually entire squid. So we're talking about like an Ursula situation, like Jason Momoa. No, 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 no. We don't need Ursula. to go into like that <coughs> order of like deviant behavior. Guys, Jason I, Momoa. I'd love like... to just yes end this with you, but um, I think that our <laughs> listeners might go insane if we talk about Aquaman tentacles for like 30 minutes. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Um, so enjoy this great mailbag episode, which is a continuation of your questions to us, the Real Science Boys. Yeah, let's just do a seamless transition. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. The next question is about um, how long would it take a marshmallow to dissolve in water? It's <laughs> <laughs> not the next question. And this is from uh, this is from uh, Michael Pace at Michael C. Pace. Co-host of the show. All right. Well, since you're not going to read a question, I'm going to read one. No, no. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, it's fine. I just got one for my wife on my phone. Would you like me to read it real fast? Here it comes. Uh, My wife, uh, Iris Drzewski, friend of the podcast, asks, is Santa Claus real and will you order me a pizza? Wait. Oh, man. That's a loaded question. Is that for the podcast? It is. You guys answer the first one. I'm going to order a pizza real quick. Uh, Sorry, Iris. um, Santa's not real. Wait. uh, what, What are you doing? What? No, we have a space to play in. Let's play in the space. I know I will not order you a pizza. Next. Well, here's the thing. If I were to order you a pizza, then it would have to... I could call the Domino's in Tallahassee. That could work. Tell her I yes. already ordered her pizza. We're done. 
I would oh, say that um, Santa is real in the universe in which we can all be ghosts inhabiting giant marshmallow men. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a solid answer. So he's not not real, just only real in that universe. He's real in our hearts. Yeah. The spoiler is that Santa is Aslan the Lion from the Chronicles of Narnia series. All right, I'm going to perform my regular podcast duty of getting us back on track <laughs> by reading the next question, which was sent in by Gabriella on Twitter. Friend of the show, Gabriella, thanks for your question. It is, what are your favorite movies not considering scientific accuracy? Oh, that's good. What a great question. I think we should do our favorite movie that we've covered so far and our just favorite movie in general. Okay. Okay. No, that sounds good. So, Kenan? I think Kenan should go first. He knows the most about movies. I should go first? Yeah, dude. Okay, so the favorite movie that we've covered so far... Holy shit, we've done 30 goddamn movies. I know, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> and the Secret Junior episode that no one's seen. <laughs> yeah, and the Secret Junior episode. <laughs> <laughs> that will never be released will to the never public. never be released to the public. <laughs> uh, unless you give us $500 on Patreon. Um, so I think my favorite movie that we've watched so far is probably Rampage. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, 100%. Listen, I liked Rampage. It's not my favorite, though. No, I loved it. I, I'm looking back over the movies we watched, and there's a lot of movies in there that I like, but I think the movie that I got the most, like, visceral, dumb enjoyment out of was probably Rampage. It was It was entertaining. <laughs> the, a big, very large primate flicks off our friend Dwayne, Drum, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's true. Ken, what's your favorite movie movie? My favorite movie, movie, uh, No Holds Barred, uh, Holding Nothing Back, uh, Hands Down, Taking It to the Limit, 100%, 10 out of 10, 10 4 there, good buddy, is uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, what wow. a to- what a choice. What a movie. Yep. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I'm making that commitment. I will, I will die on this hill. That's a very good movie. That's a good hill to die on, Kenan. I, I might yep. join you up there, and we can just watch Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> hell yeah. Pace, do you want to go next? I'd rather not. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. Sean, I guess it's your uh, turn. I guess I'll go next then. <laughs> there are only three of us. So my favorite movie, um, despite its inaccuracies, is definitely Jurassic Park that we've covered. I yeah, love Jurassic that's Park. Fair. I've seen that that's movie totally so fair. many times. And if you've listened to the episode, you'll know that I gave it a very poor scientific rating, but I still <laughs> love the did. freaking movie. So that's my favorite. And then, man, as far as my other just, like, favorite movie of all time, fuck, mm-hmm. Big Trouble All Time is so good. Um, That was a real good one, Kenan. Yes. I don't want to steal yours, so maybe I'll just, like, pick something else, but I'll backtrack. Okay. Miracle on 34th Street? Kenan, you can't say it before I say it. <laughs> my all-time favorite movie is Die Hard. Wow. Oh! Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. All I right. mean, I love Big Trouble Little China, but I'm going to go with Die Hard. And the holidays are right around the corner. Exactly. They are. It's, it's, it's the best Christmas. It's the season movie. to die hard. Mm-hmm. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have now, a big gun. Now I know what a TV dinner feels like. Come out to the coast. Have some laughs. Make balls with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I shot a kid. All right, Pace. Your turn. <laughs> okay, good. All right, Pace. Let's hear your okay. movies. My favorite movie that we've covered so far is Annihilation. Makes um, sense. 
for a lot of reasons, okay? That movie blew my fucking mind yeah. whenever I saw no, it. We didn't speak for the entire time the movie was playing. <laughs> we were so enthralled. We were, yeah. Sean and I were so enthralled. I was told that you did make some noise and that it was one of you, and I don't know which one it is, let out a whimper during the bear scene. Oh, that was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> That was almost certainly me. I think that was Sean, actually. I the, saw that bear, bear and was like, yeah. fuck, I'm done. I'm out of here. This bear's horrible. God, that was such a good, <laughs> such a good moment in that, in that film. Okay. Uh, and I, with Ex Machina being a close follow-up, Okay, by the way. Um, my favorite movie, to be fair, it's real, this is a really tough thing to do. There are lots of good movies out there and there are lots of different genres. But the movie that I always find myself coming back to and enjoying the same to the same degree each time is Pulp Fiction. Mm. Pulp Fiction is very good. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it is because I love Tarantino films because I love like vengeance and <laughs> I get immense amount of like emotional satisfaction from vengeance. <laughs> and like most Tarantino films, it's a pretty big theme. They think it's funny for some reason. <sighs> I'm not really sure why. No, it's Faces, just it's just Faces the way Batman. you said it. Like I'm just picturing you after you said it, you should have definitely like cocked a handgun. Right after that, <laughs> yeah. like, I love vengeance. <laughs> that would have been very on brand with the, with the Tarantino film. Yeah. So, uh, yes. I don't want to derail us too much, but while we're here, what is a movie that you guys, it, it doesn't have to be the worst, but a movie that you genuinely regret watching? Oh, interesting. Uh, that we covered? No, just any movie. I mean, we could do one that, uh, that we covered if that helps. I... Well, okay, I'm going to do one that we covered just because this is actually, it's kind of interesting you brought this up, because for some reason, I know you guys loved Snowpiercer, but every time I think of that oh. movie, I keep thinking like, yeah, I don't want to watch that movie anymore. Like, oh, I just, I no. loved Snowpiercer. I just did not oh, like no. Snowpiercer that much. Dude, that's like oh, top no. five for me. On the ending pass. really yeah, fell it. apart for me. Oh, huh. that's a shame. Also, Day After Tomorrow. <laughs> was pretty shitty but, but was, like i kind of enjoyed yeah. how shitty it was yeah like it was very bad but i mean day after tomorrow was very it was hot garbage yeah it was very bad but honestly every time i think snowpiercer i'm like i, I think it's honestly because i know that people like it and i always sit there and overthink it and i'm like why don't i like this movie as much as everybody else and it just makes me sick of thinking about snowpiercer <laughs> i mean do you do you like metaphors of social structure I mean, I just don't think the movies that like. I just wish there was more substance to it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's fair. It's all basically right. a comic book movie, right? Which like I liked like Scott Pilgrim. Like I don't mind movies that have like less substance. I just Scott Pilgrim is so good, right? Like Scott Pilgrim is really good, but like I just feel like they landed in the middle for me, and I wish they had done a little more of like substance or a little less substance, like. They kind of had like backstory plot stuff that didn't really like feel like it supported what was going on that much in the actual movie because sure. it was very yeah. like all about the train mission. And then the end was just like all about all this backstory and all like how they got stuck on the train and like how they got to eat each other. And you're just like, I'm like, I don't I don't care about that. I care about the gauntlet of train cars that you're going through, you know, like I feel like it was two different things. Like, I wish they had just gone all in on, like, comic movie or all in on, like... You're saying it it, it straddled the... Uh, it, 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 it didn't really know how serious it was trying to be. I just... I basically... I didn't think it was thing. bad. I just felt unsatisfied afterwards. So, it was 
that's why I, reg- I regret watching it because I feel like there's a hole that Snowpiercer has pierced through my heart that it can never be filled because I just <laughs> want something different to have happened, but I can't Fair. rewrite the movie. So, uh, What movie do you wish that you would never have watched that we didn't cover on this show? Uh, you can just say Nine Lives if you want to. I would say uh, Star-, Star Wars Episode One. Oh damn! <laughs> damn! Yeah. Damn! Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's for Russell. Also, Nine Lives was fucking terrible. I wish yeah, we yeah, hadn't yeah, watched yeah, yeah. that. It wasn't even funny. God, like... it was so bad. Oh, it was so bad. And that was before we had found out how much of a douche Kevin Spacey was too. So like, it's yes! even worse. <laughs> Made it and it was way so worse. bad already. So oh, this is yeah. the only correct. I'm gonna answer. change it to Nine Lives. Yeah, that was awful. All right, Kenneth, how about you? I've talked long enough. No, you're good. Uh, the movie that uh, we have watched that I most regret watching um, is probably Contact. Uh, I mm. don't care about Jodie Foster in a stupid ball machine kissing her it's dad. pretty bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then a movie that I uh, regret watching is the 2002 uh, action movie starring Antonio Banderas and my uh, girlfriend Lucy Liu called Ballistic X versus Sever. Um, <laughs> never heard of that movie it uh, has zero percent rotten tomatoes and for a very good reason it's extremely bad <laughs> sounds like a real deep cut there again it's so fucking terrible um anyway what about you pace okay um of the films that we watched probably castaway what <laughs> it was your idea you picked it come on <laughs> no i fuck? didn't pick it Kenan picked it because somebody wrote it down on our to watch movies list. So I just like, all right, let's just watch this. To be fair, Pace, there <sighs> mm-hmm. were a lot of bullshit movie suggestions on that list. Yeah. Yes. Well, my bullshit filter wasn't my bullshit filter wasn't working very well that day. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I it had been a year times ten at least since I had seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> And like in regards to movies that I wish I never would have watched, I keep coming back to The Room, but no, The Room is good. But then I realize I'm very glad that I watched The Room, and so, but it was so horrifically bad mm-hmm. and terrible. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with The Room. It's pretty bad, man. What else? What else? What else? The original The Avengers movie was not good. All right. Well, we can probably That's... move on from that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, no, no. I mean, the one. From... Another question. No, no, no. I mean, the one from 1998. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, the that one... one's really bad. Oh, okay. okay. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, I thought you yeah, the, sure. the, the, the No, reviews. no. 2012 Avengers, whenever it was, was good. All right. Okay. Next question. Whose turn is it to read? I think I read this one. Yeah, I think it's Pace's because I stole one from him. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. Um. All right. Uh, this one is a question. That comes from Twitter, uh, Lunchbox at Lunchbox six zero one. Thank you, Lunchbox. Friend uh, and friend patron of the show. of the show, patron of the show. Thank you very um, much for your patronage, Lunchbox. Yes, thank you very thank much. You your thank you for your Patreon. Thank you for your Patreon. Thank you for your Patreon. Thanks for the Patronus. Thanks for the Patronus. His his Patronus. What would Lunchbox? No 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 no. Read no, no, the question. Okay. You're so close. All right. No, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> his question is: Why does Doctor Peasy not believe in love? Or and, Dr. Peasy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have a nickname known as, as Peasy. It's because of my love for the, the great and powerful Kanye West. We will um, not bring Kanye West into this podcast. I do okay, not. He's, he's, he's not because here. he I loves just... Pez dispensers so much. <laughs> <laughs> Pez 
Ted Spencer's just stupid. Um, <laughs> because he's a, a big fan of chalk candy that comes out of a plastic throat. <laughs> <laughs> What's not yeah, to love? Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty. D- they don't taste very good. That's no, they're I mean. delicious. But anyway, nope, nope. Can you tell us um, why you don't believe in love? <sighs> yes, it's not for us. It's for in our five listeners. minutes for our beloved <laughs> listeners. Um, and the reason, so there, it's a running joke that I don't believe in love, and it's and it's it's because mm-hmm. first thing, this is my first problem with love is that it's overused. But that's not my reason for not believing. It's, because I would say I love my wife. I do love my wife. That's a good thing. My wife. But the problem is that the problem is that if you ask somebody what love is, mm. and if you ask lots of scientists what love is, and we covered this on Inside Out last week, where somebody believed love was an emotion and somebody didn't, uh, those two experts that were uh, involved in the producing of Inside Out. Sure. One one thought love was emotion. One did not. It's because love is probably a western or at least human made up idea that is supposed to be all encompassing of what a solid relationship is and it tries to you know combine that idea all into one word which is fucking stupid yeah but i guess my thing is that like when someone is is in a state in which you would consider love or would be referred to as love using the tools that we have at our uh, capabilities, which is the human language, um, there is a distinctive change in their brain patterns. And I would think yeah, that yeah, of as, as a neuroaesthetician... I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely like all about them, them neurobutts. Give me the butt neuros. Pretty, well, it's not that word. Anyway, uh, but like as someone who uh, studies the, the mind... Uh, as the mind freak on our podcast, that you mm-hmm. would be able to appreciate that. I do appreciate that, but I don't understand why. I think I don't. I don't believe that love necessarily doesn't exist biologically. That is probably just a combination of you know uh, a combination of chemicals like ox- oxytocin released into the brain, combined with other types of emotions like trust and vulnerability and uh, a, w- a wide variety of other things. Uh, that we, I guess, have to pick a word for it as human beings so we have to define everything. <laughs> you sound so mad that people believe that love is a distinct thing. Like, so what you're saying is that, like, many of the other emotions that have been described by these same scientists, that love is a combination of other emotions. I'm just defining it because you're asking me to. I mean, I... The, pro- the problem is love means different things to different people in different ways, and I think it's so limiting to try to ascribe, to try to assign one word and one idea to what is actually manifests as thing as something much more beautiful and something much more complex than just a similar word, just a single word love. Because douchebags say that say I love you to girls to sleep with them, and you know people say the word I love you to get out of doing things and. Uh, I think that's very shameful. Yes, but and, Pace, I agree, but that is not the, like, crux of the position. That's just, like, people misusing things. Because, like, mm-hmm. something can be, like, so something can be pleasurable for one person that's not pleasurable for another person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there PSER. are differences in the ways that people experience things, but we don't say that pleasure doesn't exist because experience people... Experience <laughs> But we don't, we don't say that it doesn't exist because people experience it differently. Well, you know Sean, what, what do you think love is? 
I mean, I'm not necessarily here to define what it is, but I mean, I what is love to you? Believe Sean? that there is a distinct feeling of love that will not be encompassed completely by some other feeling that you can try and ascribe to it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you say like infatuation and love are the same thing, it's not. That's not true. Like it encompasses more than just infatuation or like trust or whatever. I just think that I think that pace. You basically said that. You do believe in love. You just think it's a def- like an amalgamation of different emotions and feelings, and that people misuse it, and that people misuse it, which like is totally fine stance to have because it's probably true. Yeah, but then by definition, love doesn't exist because of that. Because that like it it is therefore com- has a different definition depending on the context and the person who's experiencing it, and therefore is not the same thing Pace, that's no but same. i don't think that discounts it from it, it existing it just means it's multifaceted right and it's different under different experiences no i sure you could you i guess you could say that i'm saying that it's a cultural creation and i'm saying that we use it out of convenience pace would you I'm find saying. skydiving pleasurable because i don't think i would i know where you're i know what your your argument is Sean, is that, that pleasure man like is different and sourced differently from everyone who's experiencing it doesn't mean that pleasure isn't a thing it, yes that's literally right. the same I, I know thing that's... you just said that love is does not exist because of that. But I just don't think that's logical. Uh, yeah, true. I guess so. But then I guess we'd have to then you're going to have to define pleasure first. And you have to, def- I guess, have some sort of biological signature for pleasure, guys, which I guess you can. Have you guys Go ever ahead. just considered that like you're making something that I know both of you have felt before far too fucking complicated? I'm not the one who asked the question. People <laughs> I'm keep just probing saying, me I'm about this shit. <laughs> Okay, people keep probing me about why I hate love, and it's not that I hate love; it's that I think love is lazy. What so, is, do you know why people ask you, "Baby, don't hurt me"? Because they know that whatever hill you're standing on, you are willing to die on. <laughs> that is why. It's true. it's true. That is why they ask you. Listen, this is something that I've talked about on, on on you know on other podcasts before, and I've brought. I've even talked about this with my own wife, and all all I'm saying is that people should be try to be a little more creative. In the way they express themselves by using the word love. That's mm-hmm. my main thing. Okay. I think love is when you're horny where your heart is. So that's <laughs> probably like all the time we have today. Ha 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 ha. What good questions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Oh. What a great We're episode, so funny. guys. So funny. We're very funny. You are so funny. <laughs> Let me tell you. I hope you all enjoyed and oh. thought we were as funny as we did, apparently. <laughs> I, I, I want to apologize to every all of the listeners for, from what I remember, Pace talking about why he doesn't believe in love for like 45 minutes. It's not that I don't believe. Okay, we're no, not, no, no, we're we not can't do it again. Just we just listened to it, Pace. We yeah, can't do it again. We're not going to get back into this. <laughs> but I do want to say that uh, from the bottom of my heart, I am very horny in my heart for all of you guys. I really appreciate everything that you guys do. Thanks for sending yes. your questions. Um, we want to give a big thank you to our patrons. Uh, we just got a new patron up on our Patreon, uh, who goes by the name of, let me just pull it up here and take a look at our, our beautiful patrons. Oh, it's Chris Pace. It is. Hey, All right. father of the show, Chris Pace. Father of the podcast. The Chris show Pace. dad. Show dad the number two. Show dad number two. Well, Chris show Pace, enough. thank you for your donation. Yes. And feel Much free to watched. send us three movie suggestions. We will yeah. pick one. Yeah. We'll talk about the science in the movie. Absolutely right. So if you donate uh, $2 a month, uh, that is our first year for interacting with the, your three favorite boys. Uh, and we actually just got some movie suggestions from a friend of the podcast, Kyle, uh, who is a patron on our Patreon. Uh, and he suggested that we watch a couple very good movies, and one of them I extremely appreciate, and that is 
the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. But we are not going to do that because it is fucking buck wild. And it's ambitious. I, th- I think we should save it for a different episode. Uh, yeah. So instead, we're going to do Mimic. Which sounds amazing, by the right? way. Sean loves cockroaches. I love cockroaches. Pace loves cockroaches. I, you know, telling people that it's the movie about cockroaches, they might not even listen, Kenan. Well, they don't nah, have, nah. like, it's not, we're not a visual medium, Sean. I don't know. You have very detailed descriptions sometimes. <laughs> I find we myself did. being sucked into the fiction that you're painting. <laughs> the tapestries you weave on this show are so elegant, Kenan. I can't stay away. We did for the second time in our podcast history talk at great length about cockroach boobs. Um, great. Before we well, start recording, they produce. They produce. Oh, third time, third time on the podcast. Great, <laughs> really, really good. A really oh, great God. secretion. No, 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 no can't do no, this no, anymore. No. Using my veto power, we're gonna do this next okay. episode, so we have to stop now. We'll All see right. you guys in the All new right. year. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Kevin Smith. My name is Sean Crossan. I'm Michael Pace. And don't remember, it takes good science to make great movies. And thanks to Otis McDonald for the use of the song. <laughs> Third Eye Blimp. Thank you, Sean. Someone else did it besides me. Please don't sue us. I think I need to start taking a probiotic is my thing. Do you think it's your the burping is coming from not enough good gut flora? Like I just burped. Yeah, I really want all of the good little beings inside my tum-tum. I mean, you could get those nasty boys in there with a little bit of probiotics. Eat some shit. See. Yeah, get some. Get it in your poop. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I want to. It's just it's very expensive. <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, what? No, Jamie Lee Curtis says you can just eat Activia. <laughs> okay, there's so many problems with just using yogurt for your probiotic supplement. Name like, one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that most of the. Co- Sorry, <laughs> just uh, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Not all the most important cultures survive in yogurt. You have to have you have to have different conditions. I looked this up. Okay, it's just so great that like Pace always says everything with such certainty, and Kenan is always like so fucking antagonistic that he's like <laughs> gotta call everybody on everything. It's our I'm pretty sure that defines our relationship. It's great. <laughs> Well, the important thing is that Pace in this case is wrong, and you can just eat Jamie Lee Curtis's delicious yogurt. Yeah, Pace, Jamie Lee Curtis wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, she would.